Good morning, North America. Welcome to Church Talk TV, lively talk about life, church, and church life. I'm your co-host, Dr. Bill Tenney Britton, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Dr. Chris Tenney Britton, and we're broadcasting from our studio in Columbia, Missouri, the heartland of America. Say good morning, Chris. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy 4th of July and welcome to Church Talk. It's the 4th of July. I wish I had, I wish I had some sparklers. We could sparkle, you know, but. Not in the house. Mm -mm. I've really thought about being outside today, but we don't have, I think, good enough internet reception out there to to do that but yeah oh, well here we are so yeah here we are in, in this in the studios of <laughs> the church Talk studios eventually we'll actually get a studio back we will we will put all those books away and re recreate our studio but for now here we are so uh, all right so a couple shout outs we have uh, we're talking about events today i've been talking about events on my profile now for this is week number two and the reason i'm talking about events is because in the summertime the churches do churches do a lot of events to try and bring uh you know the visitors to the events and then turn those visitors at the events or the guests in the events to first time visitors on sunday morning and on independence day july 4th woohoo um, the number of the churches that we're working with are doing some really cool things. Cool Chris, you stuff. want to talk about that? Yeah. Well, you're better adept at doing this. I mean, one of them has for some years now. And isn't this Andy Romstead's church that they're, you tell me who, because I know of a couple and I must have them wrong. So go ahead. Tell uh, us. Okay. Um, well, you, you've, you you've me what we should I don't, do. I don't remember the who. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we shouldn't say it. Okay. Uh, anyway, but one of our one of our pastors um, in in the Growing Church Network has a uh, a big event. He's been doing it for years. His church has been. They they're a large. They have a large largest campus, and they have created a fireworks display that. Um, and and I don't say they created it, but they have become the host, and they uh, spend like almost like a hundred thousand dollars on this event, but they don't pay almost anything out of their pocket the city buys the fireworks and the, they have vendors from all over the place that come and do virtually everything i think the pastor said that uh he spent somewhere his church spent two to three thousand dollars a year for their publicity and they have thousands of people show up on I their property i love to, that to come to this event so and they're not uh, that hard to church. I mean, relatively speaking, you think that something like that, right. you're thinking that you know, you've got to have a church of 750, a thousand, or maybe more. Be a, a under, mega they have an average worship of under 200. Yeah. So yeah, there it is. I'm just I love that that vision, and um, I love that the pastor can have that kind of vision. And isn't there another one that's we have another church who who, is, who doesn't do that because it's not on their property, but they their church property abuts where the city does their fireworks show That's and right. so they advertise it they do the hot dogs they do the you know they, they do the, the kids stuff and and the parking and layout places where people can come and picnic and watch the fireworks from the comfort of this um their their, their churchyard and uh, every year they have hundreds of people show up and um, are able to network with those folks and so you know what and 
a lot of churches are doing this week kind of events and a whole lot of churches did vacation bible school they, they either finished it or they're about ready to start it and and this show and on my profile for the last two weeks we've been talking specifically and we'll be talking today about how do you get those folks who show up for these events to show up in in your worship because we've been doing this study for a long time and i really redoubled my asking pastors over the last couple of weeks you know, tell me about your vacation Bible school. Tell me about your uh, your summer picnic, your back to school or um, kick off the vacation time. The, how many new members, how many baptisms, how many, uh, how did your average worship attendance, how, how was it affected by these events? And almost to a one, not quite. I had one pastor who said, man, we are kicking it. We get a lot of folks every year. Um, but the majority, they're saying, well, you know, that's really good. We hadn't really thought about that. And as I look back, we're not getting people. We're not, we're not keeping people. And folks, it, it's good to do good things and to do nice things and fun things for the community. It really is. But unless your primary goal, if the outcome of this event is, hey, we want to build a reputation in the community for our fireworks or whatever it is that we're doing, then if your outcome really is you want to bring people into worship, then you have to ask, what are we doing wrong or what are we not doing? Um, or is this event not working? Right. Okay. So I need to jump in here. And first of all, yeah. I do want to say that um, about talking about these events, right? Today is too late to be planning a, something like a fireworks deal, right? Oh, but absolutely. I absolutely. I wanted right. us to talk and throw that out you know, toss that out to not throw it out, toss that out today, because, uh, because the rest of summer is coming and Labor Day is coming. And there are some really cool deals that, that to be had. And, you Back know, to school events and all that. Yeah, especially. And then as we're looking ahead, we need in our churches, preferably planning out a year ahead so be thinking into next year but you know even shorter than that what a six months from now is uh january 1st and a lot of places uh do fireworks or used to do fireworks i know here in columbia columbia missouri we used to have this big deal with fireworks but not not right now the costs in, in different places okay there that is so i want to toss that out out there i know that that churches and and y'all will have to you know tell me uh, if I'm wrong that, that a lot of times we still do do events and activities vacation Bible school not just to do nice things we do it with the the planning the, with the hope that's it you know we forget that hope is not a strategy we do it with the hope that people will come and you know I'm I'm a queen of bribery and I you know it's been a long time since I've uh, facilitated a vacation Bible school but we always had a Sunday event to try and get the trying to get the parents grandparents parent types to come in to see their children we I have pictures from 40 years ago almost doing that so um can I, can I, I want to, I just want intentionality. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, let me just, 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 I want to, I want to say, I, I had a conversation with a pastor this week who I asked the question about their event and, and how are they seeing visitors showing up after the event? And he said, Hey, our, our church, our, our program that we did for vacation Bible school on Sunday, we were packed. That's awesome. The real question though is next Sunday. Right. 
Exactly. Because having them in for one Sunday to right. watch their kids is not the same as having them come and break their Sunday routines for something that your church is offering them. It, my guess is that this pastor, the week after vacation Bible school, is going to go and, and his, his uh, average worship attendance, his worship attendance that Sunday will be about what it was three weeks before vacation Bible school or two weeks before vacation Bible school. It's or, or great to count. Well, we have lots of people come, but they're not coming back. Right. And, and your people may not come back because you've, you know, they're burned out. They put they're in exhausted. <laughs> so they put in 50 hours a week just coming into vacation Bible school, 100 hours. No, I'm being kind of, well, maybe not, you know, but they put in all that energy and they're just flat out tired. And if people didn't come back that next Sunday, they may be feeling a little bit of, you know, dejected in, in all of that. So let's get on though. So what you, uh, I, you use a word and you use it a lot that every time I hear it, I see a little blue person in a movie on a movie screen. And, and that word is avatar. Oh, the avatar. <laughs> I know. I, I just have yet to, you know, when you say, what's your avatar? I want to see this little blue person. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, you know, it, when, when we talk about having an avatar, it means what does our ideal person look like? Uh, what target person? The, our target outreach person, the person we're trying to reach in the community, right. and who can, we can best reach. You know, when I get a lot of pushback on it, on target audiences, well, we do, not just me. We get a lot of pushback because, well, you're being exclusive. You're excluding anyone. Right. Well, the truth is for most churches, you're already excluding most everyone except for people who are like you because right. your worship service is designed for people like you. And so actually by creating a target audience, you're actually diversifying. You're reaching out someone different than you are reaching now because what you're doing now is attracting the people that you have. Um, and the goal of, or the key of having an avatar is reaching people you don't have. So, you know, whoever your target avatar is, and an avatar is a fictitious, person, if you will, that is, it, it has, you know, this person as if so I mean, we had Loganville, Larry and Laura, that was our avatar in the in our church in um, Loganville, Georgia. Uh, and, and we knew everything about Logan, uh, uh, Larry and, and Laura, you know, where they worked, how much money they made, how many kids they had, what their kids were like, um, etc. And that allowed us to to create marketing, uh, sermon series, programming that would be attractive to, to Laura and um, Larry. Larry. And when Larry and Laura showed up, when our avatar, you know, our, the real people showed up that were like there, we go, yep, and that this is why. Yeah, this is why we, we did we reach them because right. we were ready for them. Right now, another approach to that is because you've really you challenged me about this with, you know, with my endeavors and and I get to I actually think, you know, who is it that I reach in my personal life now that's for my personal business right, but who who do I reach who do I naturally, you know, attract, and then. I, I was able to say, oh, wow, I've got several people that work within this, you know, a small age range. But it's a larger one, right? I have a large uh, field of influence and friends and whatnot. But this, it, these are the ones that I chose to invest in. And actually, you know, when we were talking about it. I said, oh, I don't want to say their name. So I'll say Margaret, you know, well, Margaret, you know, that's who I'm trying. And then it was let's back from there. So that's what I want to suggest to you all when you're talking about an avatar. Now, so when you are 
choosing what kind of event you want to have, you choose wisely. If you're trying to reach 70 and 80 years old, year olds who, um, you know, are single or widowed or divorced or whatever, you probably don't want to do a fireworks show. If you're trying or, or, to, you don't want you don't want to do a, a 5K run or a 5K you know? run. Right. Uh, yeah. Although, you know, could be fun with 60 or something to do ghost uh, or what is it called? A ghost run? Phantom, a phantom, a, a phantom 5K where you don't actually everyone pays their money and they get a T-shirt says I ran. I ran the midnight phantom 5K run. Everyone gets this T-shirt and there's no there's no actual running involved there's there's right. no event for it just that's you get the t-shirt and, and you don't have to run that's, our kind <laughs> that's of my kind of a run that's why we talk about it <laughs> okay so you want to choose your event very 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 wisely right and and you're going to make it work for you it's not just right. to nice right we're being intentional you design the event so so often church people get down and say we, we need to have an event that'll attract young people um, unchurched people our target and they brainstorm and so we end up with movie nights we end up with board game nights and you know and the reality is most people aren't coming out on a on a weekday evening for movie nights or they, they, they can stay home and watch the movie and not have to deal with church people you know or whatever it is they don't have to go out they can watch you know etc cetera, etc cetera. if you want to create a good event for your avatar go talk to your avatar go find out what their either hurts and pains or worries are and create an event that answers that or go find out what they do for leisure what they really enjoy and create an event that's like that for your right. avatar right and and it's not just you pastor that's doing this you get oh, no, right because right. Right, one of one of the pastors i work with i you know just recently we had that conversation and one of their members is uh, a, a teacher and it was have them go in and you know and ask the other teachers there you know what blah 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 and uh and, and another they're part of that, you know, is it a male or a female? That's who you want to be asking, you know, who is it that you, you are targeting? And if you're, you're afraid your people will say no, or you don't think, then you, you, you say something like this. If you don't want to go, you don't want to go do it. My pastor asked me to ask some people at my work and it's my pastor. So I'm doing it, you know, you have, you can teach them to have some fun with that role play to so that you're able to go and ask ask those questions right the bottom so, line is folks we can't brainstorm for them because we aren't unchurched we are churched and but here's a cool part is once they start coming then we ask there we don't have to ask them they're at the table right i think that's one of the pieces that we forget is we're out here asking people what they're about what they like blah 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 then okay but now you want them to be at the table in the in the planning. You bring them into your property. With, with, with this caveat, after they've been there six months, they're no longer right. unchurched and exactly. stop thinking like an unchurched person. Right. That, but you're continually bringing people in. And so it's like right. dominoed in or something. I don't know the metaphor I want to use there. Okay. So, so just as you create a targeted event, you've got to have a targeted handoff. Right. And those and, of you and define us, a handoff for, for right, folks. Right. I was just going to say okay. that those of you uh, who follow us, you've heard us uh, talk about this. Sometimes I think we're talking to we're blue and um, the the uh, the handoff is what's coming next. What is it? You know, here's what you're doing and here's what you're inviting to come back 
next, right? Yeah, so the the key make... is to get them back into Sunday worship. That uh, right. most churches, that's the goal. Right. So in inviting them to church, no one wants to go to church. So stop inviting people to church. You invite them to something that's going on in your worship service. Normally right. speaking, your upcoming sermon series that's, that's been created specifically for that target avatar. It's going to address their concerns. Now, some people might say that, or y'all might say that, uh, well, yeah, but now your sermon, you're talking about worship service. No, we're talking about communicating something that's of value to to them. And to make this, I, you know, I want to really be explicit about this. You know, Vacation Bible School, we've long thought as the handoff to being Sunday morning to get the kids to do their little performance, but that is not a handoff that's an extension of your vacation bible school that's you know you're trying to bribe you're trying to do this it's got to be something that they really want to come back for if that, that has value that they think is going to solve a problem in their life right so if you're you know if you're targeting parents you know and that's the thing you're not targeting children you're targeting the parents because it's right. the right because it's the parents that will bring their children back children don't come on their own i mean they want to but unless you've got a bus ministry or you've got parents that do it i know a lot of uh, pastors did, that do that but then when the pastor's gone the children are gone with them if the church isn't isn't owning that we want to target the parents right and and uh so targeted handoffs um an event coming up is is good if you've been doing vacation bible school you know you want to do some kind of a series again that's targeted at parents uh get an age range make your avatar you know what age children are you looking at preschoolers early elementary older elementary youth um uh might be in there and then be thinking, you know, another handoff from that is back to school, right? So you've got back to school coming. What kind of event are you going to do for back to school? Be aware that if you go from event to event, event, and never turn them into Sunday worship, they'll become event junkies. They will not become, uh, they, they will not test out the waters on worship. And again, no one wants to go to church. They want to come and have their, they have, everyone has issues and they want those problems solved. They want to know you know, how does Jesus solve my problem? And no one thinks they're going to hell. So a sermon on salvation isn't going to be an attraction event because everyone thinks they're going to heaven anywhere. A anyway, they don't believe the Bible when it says you're going to hell. And so, you know, saying, well, they need to, that's great. That's what they need, but they're not going to come for that. So it should talk about salvation. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't talk about salvation, but don't think that's a come on to, to for, for an invite. You know, you you bring that in in other venues, or it, it can be in the in the Sunday worship. But the, the what you're inviting them to is a sermon series on how to keep your marriage intact, how to raise good kids, how to you know da 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 da. If your if our target is vacation Bible school, you know, right. Right, vacation Bible school parents, you know, things that that those families are actually struggling with, they go, I need to hear that because that might help. Hey, we have 10 minutes. We have oh, wow. three, okay, more. Still that three yeah. more points. Okay. So you want to get their contact info. I've been doing all the introduction of this. Do you want to say more about contact info? Okay. So getting contact, getting contact information is easy. You get a door prize, get a valuable door prize, something, spend a hundred bucks or 110 bucks or whatever. And, and let everyone know that you, you need not be present to win. In fact, you don't want them to be present to win because you don't want to do the drawing while everyone's standing around. 
because you want to make sure you get contact information. So you have, you know, your contact cards with your, you know, the name and their address and their cell phone number. So you can text them, you know, it said, and, and their email address. And, you know, everyone turns that in. So they have a shot at this free. It's a, it's not a raffle. You're not selling tickets. It's a door prize. And so you, you create a door prize and you make sure you advertise that. And which moves into point number four. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. I want to say this. Not just okay. one door price, have multiple door prices. Uh, you need multiple door prices. Because if you've got 100 people or so and you're, you know, vying for one door price, have multiple ones. Be generous about it. You can do 100. But if you're in a church that has like a quilting group or a quilters group, raffle off a, a, a quilt. No, stop. Don't use that word. It's a not raffle. a raffle. That was bad. I mean, door, door price, door right. price that. Give away. Give away, you know, a big quilt or give away small quilts. And if you're reaching parents and stuff like that, go break down and get a nice iPad or or whatever. Do something, do something big. Invest. I mean, this is an investment. Right. Okay, go. All right. So and with that contact information and or with that door prize or prizes is the case, maybe Chris got a great point, is on the day of the event, your members are not there to participate. Your members are there to work the crowd. That's, That's right. what they're there for. They're not to look at the antique cars. They're not there to, to watch the fireworks. They're there to work the crowd and to do two things. Number one, if they find you know the target avatar, they invite them to the handoff, to you know, whatever it is. You know, hey, we've got the sermon series coming up. You might like this. You hand them a flyer. Um, it's just, just seeding it. This is, this is not the follow-up. This is just planting the seed. And the second thing they're doing is saying, hey, have you registered for the door prize? You haven't? Let me take you over here to get you registered. You, oh. want, everyone, you want everyone registered. You have the door prize thing in your hand. You don't have to take them over there. You have it right there. There's a reason for taking them over there because you can have a you have a conversation while you're walking and they get to meet someone else. Okay, I hear what you're saying. That makes sense. All right, that that definitely makes sense. All right, um, working the crowd. What did you just say that I wanted to to they, they, add they're, on? They're, to? they're not there for the event. They're there to work the crowd to essentially build relationships. Hi, I'm. I don't think we've met. Hey, oh, what oh, brings oh, you out I, here? I remember. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. But people aren't there to have conversations. So you and I kind of disagree with this. I want to have an initial get, you know, you can make faces at me that that's, you know, you can have the initial, we make faces at each other, folks, so we have to call each other on it. I'm not a beyond face making. Not, 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 not that either of us are going to stop making faces at each other. <laughs> we've tried 32 years, we've tried. Uh, well, yeah. That's why these are lively conversations yeah, about all things. Face making. Uh, okay. <laughs> You should see what happens when you're not here and we don't have to behave. Uh, anyways, um, you know, you were saying, hey, we're going to do this. I, but I've also seen and really find, uh, you know, our pastor is bringing us a message. And yeah, you're raising up, but it's about I'm coming. And and uh, who is it? Kyle Armorian, who we've had it as a guest uh, several times. You know, Kyle has said when people are coming saying, hey, did you know my pastor? Like, so it's like our pastor, my pastor. So it says, hey, they're personal. We can have this personal relationship with our pastor. And you're talking up. You're excited. It's not me. I'm excited because I'm part of this. But wow, my pastor is going to be doing this 
So, and I wanted to interject that. Okay, I know. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, great. Right. All right. No, we're fine. We've only got one last point. We're doing, we're, we're, we're actually moving along all right now. All right, there you go. There you go. The follow-up. Tell us about follow-up. All right. So, okay. So you've had your event, okay? And you've got all this contact information um, and you've drawn and given away the door prize. Here's, here's, here's what happens in most churches. They have all that contact information. They send out a thank you or they stick them on the newsletter list and that's the end of it. Um, I, I can't tell you how many churches I've worked with that they got all the contact information. It's sitting in a drawer and says, we don't know what to do with it. Well, here, I'm gonna tell you what to do with it. A, because you have a handoff, you got a handoff coming. So I was just, we, my wife and I were just chit chatting about this, trying to get the dates right. So pretend that today is your event and you're getting content information today, um, et cetera, et cetera. You got the 4th of July event, okay? So that's the, the week of the 4th. I'm looking at my calendar over here. Okay, so if your handoff event, and it should be within two to three weeks, okay, so, so I, I'm going to say today's Tuesday the 4th, the, the Sunday of the kickoff of this new sermon series on, on, you know, Bulletproof Your Marriage or whatever, is going to be on the 16th, that's going to be where it is, so next week, you're going to send a, a, an advertisement piece, email, text, yes, both, um, about, you know, it, and not both to the same person, but one way or the other, you're sending it out to to everyone on your list. And it says, hey, we got, don't forget, we have this coming up. Um, and, you know, we want to make sure you know about it, invite you. And that that first, going out next week, that first uh, um, advertisement piece needs to say, have at least one feature and at least one benefit. Now, a feature is like the car has four doors, it gets good gas mileage. A benefit is a more emotional, it's how you feel, it's what you get from it. If, if when you hear this sermon, what are you gonna get? And it's not more knowledge. What you're gonna get is a stronger marriage. What you're gonna get is deeper love. People go, wow, you know, so, so and, and the features are we have childcare and we have refreshments following. You know, those, those are features. No one comes because you have great music, no one can, no one woke up on Sunday morning and said, man, I go to a church if they just had good music. Ugh. No one. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know, what they come because they come because of a benefit. They come because of what they're going to get out of it. They're coming because they're, you know, their their marriage is struggling or or they're worried that it might struggle or the kids are, you know, whatever. They, and so they want solutions. And folks, we got this big old book. And a big old God who has said, this is how you can live your life fully and abundantly. I've got rules and, and, and ways in which you can have that full and abundant life. And our job is to say, and here's how you can have a better life by doing that. That's the whole point here. So your, whatever your handoff is, that first week you send out a, a, a reminder um, note or an invitation that talks you know, a couple of the features and at least one benefit. Then the following week, the week of the event, so if it's on the 16th, between the 10th and the 15th, you're going to send out at least three different reminders to them. And one of those reminders will be, will be filled with features and benefits, you know, not just one, but this is what you're going to get out of it. Um, the very last one will probably be on Friday or Saturday. It probably should be text if you can. Just, hey, don't forget, it's coming up tomorrow. We hope to see you. And then the second one is somewhere in between, and you can do three or four. It sounds like a lot. It only sounds like a lot right now because we're talking about it in one little space. But in reality, over the space of a week, three or four emails, texts is not going to overwhelm anybody. And this is how you get 
event folks, event guests to show up as first-time visitors. A targeted event that they go, wow, we, we want to take our kids this because our kids are going to love it or we're going to love it, whatever. Um, a targeted, you get the contact information, you have a targeted handoff, you know, th- th- this, uh, this upcoming message series that is going to, you know, rock your world because it's going to help you have a stronger marriage, it's going to help you get over your financial issues or whatever your avatar's concerns are, and then you're going to advertise, you're going to let them know it's coming and remind them, follow up, and of course, when they show up, the, the goal here is to follow up again to make sure they come back following week. Right. We've talked about those in, in different places. I want to say and we will talk about them again. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. And so I want to say one more word about those cards, right? The cards with their names, the wrap, yep. not raffle pieces, the door prize uh, pieces. Hold on to those because what you're going to do around Thanksgiving, you're going to do it around at, again at Christmas. You're going to sit down and you're going to at Christmas, towards Christmas, you're going to make out personalized Christmas cards to invite them to whatever that is. Again, it's going to be targeted. I want you to start thinking right now about your back to school program, your fall, you know, your your fall, your advent. If you do advent, those four weeks, a countdown uh, to Christmas. I want you to be thinking about all that uh, and, and be thinking about those outcomes, what their benefits are, what the features are, and get them in place now. And then you'll be ready to hand write these and, and use stamps, right? Hand write them to invite them and be clear about it. You know what, husband? We are, we are out of time. We are hope this has been helpful for you. We hope it served you. And hey, we'll see you next week. Yep, have a great week. Bye-bye. And a good safe fourth too. Safe and sane. <laughs> Bye-bye.